You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Pride of Detroit post-game stream. Uh, I, I should probably do this more like a post-mortem. Mortem in the sense that we are looking at a dead body. Because this team is dead, bereft of life. And honestly, the Sharks are going to be in the water on Monday for everyone and everything. And it might honestly be warranted at this point. Because, who boy, now the Lions have kind of, kind of completed the circuit in ways they can really, really embarrass themselves out there right before the bye week, which is very reminiscent of last year, except it's coming a lot earlier and it's coming in more than one way. And to be honest, I don't know what to even say at this point after that. I am paid to say things into a microphone and I will attempt to give you those thoughts because it, I, I think a lot of Lions fans I would say they're speechless, but I also know a lot of people have very angry things to say as well. And it's it's coming out. It's coming out in droves right now. So what happened? I don't think this was the Matt Patricia revenge game. In the sense that I don't think anyone was really motivated for that. That was what it was in the imaginations of fans. However, you look at this roster, there's not many people who are holdovers from that Patricia era. There's not many people who are holdovers from that Patricia era, except maybe Tracy Walker, who's been out for the season, and the offensive line, who don't ha really have anything to say there. So, like, there, there's there, that storyline was bunk from the beginning. And to be honest, the, <laughs> the the New England Patriots offense, which Patricia controls right now, wasn't exactly the star of the show. You're like, wait, wait a minute, Chris. They just scored a, a bunch of points. Yeah, because the Lions went. What was it? 0 6 on fourth downs. They turned the ball over on downs six times. That vaunted aggression was used against the Lions, and that set an NFL record. Nobody has ever had almost six unsuccessful fourth down attempts without a conversion in 27 years. Lions broke that record today. Lions, for a very long time, that was the aggression of Dan Campbell everyone enjoyed. Bill Belichick judo flipped you on that. Bill Belichick brought the pressure against Jared Goff and made him look very bad. I remember watching the chat last, last time we did one of these post-game shows, people defending Jared Goff, saying that Jared Goff wasn't the problem against the Seahawks. Maybe. But I was worried always that the errors of Jared Goff would become a problem when the offense stopped scoring in bunches. And that's exactly what happened here. Jared Goff on fourth down was bad. Jared Goff 
missed this uh got the ball out to receivers well well before what he needed to on fourth down jared goff missed open receivers he got picked off but it's not just on him he's just one part of the puzzle because this is a failure on all fronts this is not one collapse of one side of the house this is an entire controlled demolition implosion I'm mad about the aggression being used against the Lions. I'm mad about the aggression being used against the Lions because it felt like this... It shouldn't have been this predictable. It shouldn't have been this predictable that things were going to pour out this way, that the Lions were going to just come out there and the highest scoring offense in the NFL so far this year is going to get blanked. By the way, the last time the Lions got blanked was a few days before they fired their head coach. I'm not saying Dan Campbell is going to or warrants getting fired right now. I understand, however, that the honeymoon phase is well and truly over at this point. Because unlike last year, when the Lions got smoked by the Philadelphia Eagles, there was at least one part of the ball you could point to and, and, point, and point the finger at. And Anthony Lynn proved the, the, the useful scapegoat at that point. This year? I don't know, man. Like, we've seen, we've seen every variation of failure for the Lions at this point. It's really hard to wrap your head around anywhere else but the top. And I know Dan Campbell's going to come out here and he's going to say this is a learning experience. They've got a lot to grow on. He will own the mistakes. That's, that's fine. And I agree with him. I also know, however, that patience for many other people in this city is beyond thin at this point. Not because it's premature, it's a rebuilding year, but because it's the way this team has screwed up in various different ways. So it's, it's an advent calendar. Each new, each, each game is a new way of failure. And that's what hurts the most right now. Lions haven't looked this bad since the 2000s. It's looked really bad. And I don't know where that help comes from. First off, the defense is so banged up at this point that I don't really have an answer to what you do now. Now the team's down. Savian Smith, Deshaun Elliott had to leave. Will Harris had to leave. Jeff Okuda had to leave. Uh, Melifonwu, I think, got hurt at some point. This was... The defense is getting savaged at this point. Not that they were that great to begin with, but they... The, the dearth of talent on defense was on full display here. And honestly, I thought the defense, at least to start, was playing... Not that I had a high bar for them, but they were playing about where I expected them to be. But they got no help from the offensive side of the ball. You, I don't care how good, how bad your defense is. When you, when you, are t when you have turned the ball over six times on downs and an, and, and an interception... You there's 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 not many there's not you can't just keep standing on the heads like that. You gave plenty of gifts to where the Patriots got to start. And they made Bailey Zappi, a third string quarterback rookie, look great out there. And that's not good. It's not fun. And it hurts a lot for fans because fans were the ones who really wanted this win over the New England Patriots because of Matt Patricia. I've always worried going into this year. I've always worried going into the Patricia years that if Patricia, I mean, excuse me, God, 
I've always worried going into the Campbell years that if Dan Campbell really bombed this out, it would crush a lot of fan hope very quickly. Because that's what, that's what happens when you sell hope in that degree. When you sell hope in the degrees that Dan Campbell has tried to sell hope and toughness and 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 just positivity and going out there and fighting and clawing and if you fail to do that people turn on you probably a lot quicker than normal it's not it's 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 looking bad right now for Dan Campbell and to be honest i think he survives the season but i i would not be surprised if something came out of left field and changed that I don't even have, like, a player to sit here and tell you that I thought they did very well today. I thought everyone played very average, at best. I think this has also disabused the notion that Jared Goff is fine, that you can just keep moving on with Jared Goff. We, ha we still have a lot more of the season to go, but that was the kind of game where Jared Goff, if you needed him to step up, if you needed him to look like a quarterback for the team... He looked off. He looked off. He looked incomplete. And without the complimentary run game, then... Whew. Whew, whew, whew. That's, the th that's the thing about wanting your offense to have everything just right in place. You don't always get that. You get the guys who are actually smart and game plan for your offense. Who take away your, your favorite to toys and just, and just shut you down. And the Lions got shut down really bad. I didn't even think the Patriots really played that well, to be honest. They were kept out of the end zone for that entire first half. You only had one touchdown on the day. The defense did a lot of bend, don't break. And I commend them on that, especially when most of the time, that's because the Lions are turning it over on downs and giving a, a comfortable field to the, England, to the New England Patriots to work with. Not letting them off the hook on how bad they've been the rest of the year. But this game, this wasn't this I, I don't feel like the defense is the first offender. They're part of the they're part of the problem, don't get me wrong, but everyone's part of the problem at this point. Going into the bye week is usually a time where I expect the Lions to find solutions to change things around. This year, I'm not so sure, because there's so many problems everywhere. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and I know this is being really grim, and I'm the kind of guy who likes to sit on the sideline. It's like, <laughs> well, this sucks, doesn't it? Uh, just gallows humor all around. I don't know what I can really say about this game, man. Everyone's frustrated. Everyone's really mad. Everyone's really mad because it feels like there was a bill of goods sold before the year. Not to go places, not to go to the playoffs, but to look competent to look improved to look, to not just completely give up the game to because that's always what we heard from about Dan Campbell that these teams fight that they'll be in close games this is a game where i heard on the radio broadcast the phrase the lions just look like they've they've given up the ghost on this game and they acted like it and they played like it and to be honest I don't know where the cavalry comes. I don't. And I hate to say that because I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure that you stick with us and you and we keep giving you something to to listen to throughout the year. And I feel like I am cutting out my own legs by sitting here and being like, hey, I don't really know what to really say about this team.
I really don't know what to say about this team that will help salvage it at this point. Because right now, you need to take this car back to the shop. You need to rip out everything inside. You're starting to set records for, for, for incompetence that have not been set in at least 20-some years. I don't want to see the same kind of aggression moving uh, out of this team moving forward. Like you, you signed a brand new kicker, and you're not going to trust him with a 50-yard field goal in this game. That's bad. We're going to wrap up this uh, edition of the of the post-game podcast here. I will take some calls from the audience here very soon, and then I think we're going to get into POD cast pretty quickly. That will be on feeds Monday morning. But we're going to wrap up these thoughts here. I've got to save a lot more for Jeremy and Ryan. So thank you all. We'll see you star side. Go Lions, I guess. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 